Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What I'm proposing is that we in St. Charles County start broadening and giving more educational options uh, to parents for their kids. Um, uh, School choice has kind of been a topic that us in the legislature have been grappling with trying to figure out how we can give parents more choices when it comes to their children's education. And charter schools, in my opinion, is one of those steps to get there. That's Representative Justin Hicks, who was on the Chris and Amy show earlier in the week, an interview that you can go back and listen to on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, also KMOX.com. You can catch our show live. Um, but at any point, you can listen to that or go back and get the podcast, whatever you missed. It's all there. The Justin Hicks interview is there for you as well. And to get the other side of this issue and the possibility of charter schools coming to St. Charles County. We bring in on the Quiver River Electric guest line, Ted House, who is the co-founder of St. Charles County Families for Public Schools. And Mr. House is with us on KMOX. Hey, we appreciate your time. How you doing? Good afternoon, Chris and Nate. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, I got to say it's really <laughs> cool to be on the Quiver River Electric guest line because I'm on the board of directors of Quiver River uh, Electric Cooperative, and uh, we appreciate KMOX. Well, well, we appreciate you being part of this whole thing. That's great to know. Uh, tell the Quiver River people we said hello. I've never met any of them until, uh, until you. Um, they are great people. So, and, and actually, uh, I was told that you are uh, good friends with John Hancock because we told I told oh John goodness. that you're going to be on the show, and he said, "Oh, my guy, Ted House." <laughs> I served in the Missouri Legislature with uh, John Hancock. We loved his imitations of John Ashcroft and Ronald Reagan, and his his ragtime piano. He kept uh, he kept everything uh, light, uh, and he he is, is wonderful. As is Mr. Kelly, his partner. Michael Kelly, they are both terrific people, and I love them, and I love their relationship with each other because they're they're coming from different viewpoints politically, but they get along great. And I think we can all, uh, you know, really look at that and use that as an example and try to live that way. It's been very, very difficult, I know, with the political environment lately. And you are coming from a different viewpoint on when it comes to charter schools. When you hear uh, Mr. Hicks, who we had earlier this week, uh, talk about it, how do you respond to, first of all, what you heard him say as we began the segment? Well, we have formed St. Charles County Families for Public Schools to protect public education. And when you think about it, you know, at a a time when so much in society divides us, our, our public schools unite us. Our public schools bring us together. They provide a sense of community. And the question I have is, why do we want to take some of the best public schools in the state of Missouri and tear them apart, fragment them into pieces where everyone segregates themselves and retreats into their corners? Um, we, we think charter schools in, in St. Charles County would be devastating for our local school districts. 
One of the things that he cited, and I asked him essentially why he wanted to do this, and we've heard this refrain a lot over the last couple of years um, about, and he he didn't use the word indoctrination, but he sort of he sort of alluded to it, and he he said that um, you know when it comes to math class, teachers should be teaching math and not teaching social issues, and I'm paraphrasing. How much of a problem is that really? Because we hear about it like it is a massive problem in public schools. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that there is this effort to undermine the public's confidence in in our public schools. Fact of the matter is people like their schools. They like their teachers. They like having strong neighborhood schools. But really, this this bill, I think, is part of a larger effort to undermine public education. We're we're seeing bills to provide open enrollment, pitting one school district against another. We see bills to eliminate the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. We see bills to expand vouchers and tax credits that divert money from our local schools to private schools to defund public education and, and privatize our schools. So, you know, we, we, we think that all of that is, is a bad idea. Schools can certainly always improve, but we want to we wanna fix them rather than try to uh, dismantle them. One of the real concerns that we have about charter schools is, is that their boards are unelected. Um, they're not nearly as accountable to the taxpayers as are our regularly, regular school districts. You know, we, we've heard that argument that proponents argue that charter schools provide options, you know. But what they don't say is that charter schools uh, take away the most important option that families need and want. That is a great, high-quality public school in your neighborhood. And we need public schools with the resources and the economy of scale to, to meet the needs of students of, uh, of different abilities. So it seems to us that uh, it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And charter schools would, uh, would fragment our local school districts that uh, – would be really counterproductive in terms of what's best for improving academic performance and and opportunity for our children. Ted, to that last point, I think you do hear people say sort of what's wrong with more choice. So could you detail for us a little bit of of some of the ways that you think the public schools would be undermined, that the the experience that essentially what you said, neighborhoods would lose great public schools by virtue of charter schools' existence? Yeah, the best option families want, you know, is a high quality public school in, in their neighborhood. And if we, if we erode that, if we, if we take away a good portion of their money or, you know, it, it, it's would be very uh, damaging to the community. Think about it. We can't find the teachers that we need as it is right now. Our school districts are having, having difficulty uh, staffing. You know, there's, there's been a very high turnover in teachers due in part to this, this attack on public education and, um, so how are we going to staff whatever 10, 15, 20 new different charter schools with qualified education educators? I mean, I, I think it would be a very inefficient duplication of, uh, of resources. The argument is, Ted, uh, one of them is that there are um, that these schools are getting too much money in some cases and there's a lot of bloat and administrators are mismanaging that money. And that's really part of the problem when it comes to schools. Is that not something that that should be a concern? Well, efficient management and transparency and accountability is very much a concern. You know, this this kind of gets into the larger issue surrounding our, our effort uh, to support public education. But it's it's um, 
you know, ask any real estate agent. You know, the most important thing for maintaining property values in a in a thriving community is is great local public schools. And and with charters, we lose that. Certainly, we can make schools more efficient. I mean, any bureaucracy can be made more efficient. But but our view is we are in no danger in the state of Missouri of overfunding public education. Depending on the uh, criteria, we we rank 45th, 48th, 49th among the 50 states in our funding for public schools. And uh, I don't I don't think giving too much to our public schools or paying our teachers too much is is, is a problem in our region. When we spoke to Representative Hicks early in the week, um, you, you know, I, I asked him the question, what do people in your area want? He says they want this. They want the charter schools. Is that what you're hearing? <laughs> no, I've actually never heard that. You know, I have the privilege to serve the people of St. Charles County and, and other other counties for 32 years in elected office. I, I don't think I once had a constituent or citizen come up to me and say, hey, Ted, we need to, we need to divide up our, our, our public schools and, and create a bunch of little uh, charter schools. You know, I mean, nobody ever said that to me. I don't think there's a demand for that at all. I mean, it, when, when charter schools were conceived, you know, in uh, the 1990s, when it was initially passed in the legislature, it seemed that that could be a viable option for underperforming schools. But unfortunately, in most cases, charters have not improved learning outcomes. The data is, is very disappointing on that. Many of them have simply collapsed. And just think of the damage that that does to, to the students who are in those schools that, that, that fall apart. I wish I could say that the experiment with charter schools in the, in the underperforming districts uh, went better than it did. But uh, unfortunately, their, their record is, uh, is not that good. And I don't see any appetite for this in St. Charles County, which fortunately, frankly, has some of the, the best school districts in the state. Former uh, Missouri State Senator Ted House, co-founder of St. Charles County Families for Public Schools, with us on KMOX. And um, one of the other things that Mr. Hicks said was that parents should be able to see the curriculum, should be able to see what the lesson plans are before their their children are taught anything in schools. And Again, I, I believe this goes back to the fear of uh, indoctrination or whatever you want to call it. Is that a problem in Missouri schools? And are parents able to, with public schools, see what their kids are being taught? Yes, they are. And I think uh, public schools want to be accountable and transparent. And that information should be available to parents. We certainly support uh, protecting parental rights and, and so that parents know what's going on in the schools. But again, if we have charter schools, those boards are unelected. They're not nearly as accountable to uh, to taxpayers. And, and so I don't think that transparency uh, is there with charter schools. And regretfully, they've, where, we've, where we've tried them, they have not improved uh, learning outcomes. Uh, Ted, your, your uh, assertion is that public schools should be strengthened and not weakened. What do you think is ultimately going to happen here, and what is the plan to make sure that public schools are strong? Well, that's one of the reasons we formed uh, this nonpartisan political action committee called St. Charles County Families for Public Schools. I mean, there's an attack on public education, frankly, um, an effort to undermine public education. Again, you know, uh, efforts to divert the money away to, to privatized education. 
um, to pit one school district against another through uh, open enrollment, you know, um, and, and we just need to support our schools, support our teachers, because public education is essential to, to a thriving community. We feel like it's the bedrock of democracy, and we need to have really good, high-quality uh, local public schools, and you don't do that if you tear them apart by, by fragmenting them into pieces through, uh, through charter schools. So, you know, some, it's just part of the overall uh, effort to, to support our teachers, support our families, um, empower parents, and, and have, have really great public schools. That's, that's where we need to go. So the, this charter school thing is really in its early stages. What do you, if, if you had to uh, try and, and project what's going to happen, what do you think that would be? Well, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen in this uh, this legislature? I mean, it's it's largely chaos, unfortunately, um, these days in the legislature. And I, I I say that with a heavy heart, but they have a great deal of trouble functioning, um, and and people are just yearning for for functional, accountable, responsible civil government. And uh, unfortunately, we're not getting that from the Missouri legislature right now. I mean, they they have trouble agreeing on what day of the week it is. I, I, I would certainly hope that this bill to create charter schools in St. Charles County would not pass. And frankly, hope that they're not able to expand, you know, the, the tax credits and the vouchers that diverts money away from, from our local schools to, uh, to defund public education. I mean, I, we, what we really need is for um, people who care about our schools, people who care about their property values, their, their neighborhoods, the cohesiveness of their community, people with kids in schools, people with grandkids. Um, to, to get out and vote on April the 2nd and elect school board members who really support public education and then elect legislators that are, that are going to stand up for our schools and not contribute to this, this uh, narrative that, you know, schools are indoctrinating our kids and teaching children to hate America and, and doing all these terrible things. When, in fact, um, we've got some of the greatest school districts around and they're full of wonderful, hardworking people who are dedicated public servants and who love children and who are, are dedicated to the best interests of the, of the children and the families that they serve. Those are, the, those are the public education and staff people that I know, and I think it's time to stand up for them. Former State Senator Ted House, appreciate your time. Thank you for visiting with us today. You are very welcome. It's been my pleasure. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.